This is LifeCast, bringing you the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. And we are here, ready, live, bringing the word that's cutting and bringing your heart to its thunder. Bringing the thunder, bringing the roof down. Let me stop. But yeah, we're here. We're excited about Jesus today. And we know that this word that we have today is being excited about who we know is our king. Yes, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So today we just want to go and talk about what makes us, what makes Steve and I so excited about Jesus. Oftentimes we always hear people will make a comment that, man, you guys like, you just are full of life, right? And and we're not, when we hear that, you're so full of life and our, our answers usually it's because we're excited about Jesus. It's because we're so full with Jesus that we can't help it. We can't help that that's what comes out of us. And on the opposite spectrum of being full of life, that means it's dead. And, you know, with Christ, man, he's He's alive in us. The word said he should be alive in us. And so if he's alive in us, that makes us excited about who he is. And so because of that, it's two ends of the spectrum of zeal. The word zeal is what we talk about, you know, when we say excited in the Bible. So when we talk about zeal, there's a such thing of being overzealous. Overzealous is usually where you start when you become a, a believer. It's like, I just want to get this thing I got out. I just, oh, I love the Lord. And you go from point A to point B really quick. It's like zero to 60. And like you a lose viper. a lot of friends then because everybody's going to be like, oh, what is she so excited about? I remember even my friend looking at her. She was so zealous, excited about God. She's the one that that got me to to have a relationship with God, to take me to that place of growth where I needed to be. And I would say, she's so excited. I see her worship, hands up, excited. Every time she got a moment to share about all the things that God was doing for her, she was like, I'm there and I'm telling everybody. And I can only imagine how many friends she lost because we used to look at her and be like... Girl, it does not take that much to know Jesus. But you know something, though, when you are like that, it either brings people close to you or it pushes people away. Because some people just like, I want to be excited just like that. You and know? I was one of those. I yeah. was the one that was like, I want that. You know, yeah. Finally, I got to a place where I was like, no, no, no. Actually, I want that. That looks like life. Because where I'm at, I look like everything's just dead around me. Man. and that And that's something because... Being overzealous is not a bad thing, but being overzealous all the time sometimes leads you to in no balance. And sometimes that's what, and that's what we're talking about, being excited. Ex- being excited for, for God is, is a way of living. It's a lifestyle that we, contra- we, we kind of convey, convey every day. You know, how we live through our walk, how we live through the way we talk, how we live through our actions, how we live through our facial expressions. We show people that this is how the Christian life is. And a lot of times people think, oh, I got to give up all this. I got to give up all this. And that's not exciting at all. But knowing Jesus and knowing what he's done, knowing who he is and growing in a relationship with him, it brings us to this point where, man, I want to know more. I want to know more. And then the Holy Spirit saying, I'm going to teach you all things so you can know all the things you need to know and want to know. So it brings me to a scripture that I wanted to read. Um, It's in Titus 2 and 14. But at that, before that point, my my lovely wife wants to say something. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just over here like, oh, let's share the definition of zeal. Let's share the definition of zeal. So in just the regular dictionary, it says that English dictionary. I'm not sure which one Google has. But anyway, it says that great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. So it's like you have so much enthusiasm. And we know that biblically, too, we as, as even Steve is about to go in this scripture, uh, scriptures also talk about zeal. So we go in and we uh, start to look at uh, what that means in 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 the in the Greek. What is zeal? What is excitement about zeal? But I'll let Steve read this uh, uh, scripture as I look for the Greek meaning of zeal. Actually, I have it. Sorry. <laughs> so zeal is zelos, uh, and it says excitement or mind. Uh, uh, it's to embrace pursuing or defending anything. Um, so you become an envious or contentious rivalry or a jealousy. Even we hear about God being a jealous God, right? So it, it's saying almost the same thing, but it, it with with even more understanding. Because I'm, I'm yeah. seeing this that even when we look at the under, meaning of certain words in the English, it's saying enthusiasm. But when we look at what this biblically means when it was written in this Greek text, what it actually meant, it's so much deeper because it's saying. To, it's almost like an excitement of mind. So it's like it involves the mind being focused on something, having like uh, a, a pursuing spirit and, and defending anything. That's how zealous you are. And that's how we were as new believers. I'm defending my faith. You know what? What I, I believe. You know what? As a new believer, I don't even think it's that. I think it's just you just you just ex so excited to the point where you just don't sometimes you don't know. And so later on, you still have that zeal because it, you get the understanding of why you were excited again in the beginning, and it becomes a greater excitement. That's what it says in Titus 2 and 14, he who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. So it's saying, now I know why I'm so excited. Now I know I'm different. Now I know that he redeemed me. Now I know that he purified me. And now I know he gave himself for me. And all in this one scripture. Because it, it, it's teaching us and it's telling us at the same time that this is what, why we're zealous. This is why we continue and con continue to do the will of God. This is why in the will of God means works in the scripture. The, doing the will of God means works. So we continue to work, work for the kingdom, continue to produce for the kingdom just because. And so... I love it. And not working to, to receive salvation. Let's just get that straight. Yeah, I ain't running a race because I'm trying to get it. I'm running a race because I already know I got it. Amen. And that's where we're supposed to be. And that's the balance. Yeah. It's so awesome to know that we already have it. And we're just working towards, um, not even towards, we're just working because we know what we got. And when you get past, you know, all these different things and, and you begin to see who Jesus really is, you get you really begin to know that he is the word, you know, he is the word. He's the living word. He was the word made flesh. Like the word says, and then he's the word at the end because the word will forever remain. And that's awesome. It ain't about a book. It ain't about, uh, you know, all this different other stuff, but it's the word that remains. And he spoke the word and he said that the Holy spirit will be the one that teaches all things and the one that produced in us the life that he once lived. And so I'm very thankful to know that my zeal just don't come from me living and just forcing myself to be excited. It's because I'm excited about my king. 
I'm excited about my Lord and Savior. And so that's what my zeal comes from. Oh, and you know, I always love to go back to the scripture in Revelations 19:13. It says, And he was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of yes. God. And yeah. that scripture just, when I found that, I there was just so much excitement about who is to come. He is the word, Jesus himself, the word of God. Oh, how exciting is that? How can I not get excited for yeah. that promise and what's to come? And it's awesome that you said that because also in Isaiah, the 59th chapter, and I think the 17th verse, it talks about zeal being a cloak. You ever thought about that? Like it ain't a, nat- it ain't a real cloak because what's a cloak? A cloak is something that can hide something from something. And so if zeal is my cloak, that means zeal is all around me. You can see it in everything I do. You can see it in my facial expressions. You can see it in my language. You can see it in my movements. So if I'm full of zeal, you're going to know it. You're going to see it. And it might just affect you and have you to be just like me, which I hope at some point I'll be like that. If If I'm not already not. Yes. Praise God. So we're just continuing to talk about what makes us excited about Jesus. And I know Steve is sharing that he's excited about Jesus because he understands who Jesus is. He understands who he is, that he's the word of God. Understanding all of that makes you excited. And for me, one of the things that I can definitely say is that that begins to get me my wheels turning is just knowing the love that that it took that John three sixteen that we say yeah sometimes people quote that so much, uh, but in this season of 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 our lives it just speaks so much because it's saying that he loved the world so much and I was in the world I'm in the world right, and he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. How can I not be excited about the love that God had for me, that he loved me so much that even in the midst of where I was, and the Bible says that even when we were yet sinners, (laughs) Christ died for us. When we didn't even know any better, he died for us. You know, That, that to me is so exciting. And he gave me that opportunity to say yes to him. And once I said yes, my life was transformed. Transformed. I look back at the growth. I look back at times where he hid me. And it, I, I was like, what are you doing, God? This doesn't make sense in my life. Why are you doing that? But yet he was protecting me. And I look back and I see the times when he was uh, uh, pushing me to grow in certain areas and say, okay, you might be a shy person, but I'm bringing you forth to be able to speak more. When I think of all those things, I get so excited. Now I'm at a place where I'm like, Lord, what more can I do? I'm so full of you Uh, can anybody and everybody I don't think Steve and I would have ever even imagined doing this podcast when we first got married but here we are why and I think it's because of that zeal that zeal yeah you know it's something because the Bible talks about how when I was reading that that Isaiah 59 and 17 it was given a description of Jesus and said he would wear a cloak of zeal so this cloak of zeal that means he's wearing it he don't even it's not like he's taking it off. He's wearing it because you can see it on his countenance. You can see it all over his body. You can see it in every action and movement that the zeal was there. And so the, the scripture I wanted to bring up is Romans 12 and 11. It said, do not let your zeal subdue. Keep your spiritual fervor, fervor <laughs> in serving the Lord. And so it's, it's awesome to know that we 
come it comes a time when we got to know that sometimes our zeal begins to dwindle. And when it dwindles, it's you got to be reminded that oh man, Christ, 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 what he did for me. What he did for me, Christ. And when you remind yourself that it was Jesus who did all these things and you didn't have to do anything, you got it freely because you said yes then you know that this zeal that I got, it's everlasting. It's never going to go away. It should be there always. And if you ever feel down and out on your zeal, just remember, go back to that place where Jesus did that thing for you. You know, that one thing. And I, I'm not talking about he blessed you with a new car or he blessed you with a new house because at some point you paid the money. But I'm talking about that place when he, you gave your life to Christ and you earnestly was like, yes, yes, this is what I want. Go back to that place. And for those who haven't gave their life to Christ, I'm hoping from you listening to this that you will see how zeal, how the real zeal, not that excitement about that stuff that don't last, like, oh, the football game. Oh, Michigan and Wisconsin, Michigan lost. You were so excited for the game before the game. But what happened after the game? Your zeal is now gone because it wasn't in the everlasting. So let's get that, put that in perspective. Not get that in perspective, but put that in perspective in knowing that when you got Jesus, your zeal is forever. It's forever, and it don't stop there. You just continue to grow, and then your zeal grow. You continue to get excitement, excited about it, and when you get to a point where you know that can't unbreak that excitement that you have for Jesus, and that's when you know that God has been so good. Yes, I like that place, that place of nothing can ever take the joy away. How can I not be excited about that? And I remember getting to a place where I would say to myself, how do people live without Jesus? <laughs> because I'm starting to see how he fits so perfectly in every aspect of my life that the joy that I begin to have in times where the Bible tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength and seeing how joy can bring you from a place where you feel defeated to all of a sudden you, you, you have peace. All of a sudden uh, uh, things just look brighter in that situation. And I say, whoa, it's all because I have this hope in the everlasting, like Steve said, and I have, I can begin to see joy working for me in that instant because I'm like, yes, I have the one who I need. He was the solution to anything that I could ever face on this earth. And to me, that is what keeps me excited. I get excited. Steve and I would talk about this sometimes because he has a tendency to laugh sometimes. <laughs> We're praying for someone and it's a, it's a situation that's happening and he immediately gets an answer from the Lord and he starts laughing. He's like, because I just have joy because I already see how God already resolved that issue. How can we not be excited about yeah. that, that God? And he will literally smile sometimes i look at him like yo we're supposed to be praying <laughs> and you're you're laughing over here but that's the excitement of knowing that yeah it's already done yeah. it's already done the healing whatever the doctor has already said over the situation i see how god already has turned that thing around and as long as you believe do you believe that jesus can heal you do you want to be made well it's yours. It's Receive yours. it now. Yes. And how can we not be excited about that that Jesus? I think sometimes we 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 tend to idly pray for people when God just wants you to tell them, speak that word into their life, you know, speak that word and and encourage them. Encourage them to the point that they know they they believe, you know. 
And so a lot of times God is just usually, usually use me to just be like, he'll say, oh, they're going to be healed. And I'm like, well, how? He was like, we'll just watch. And so a lot of times he'll speak that word to me. And so I, I begin to giggle and laugh because I'd be like, he's awesome. I'm thinking how awesome he is. And just for them to believe how awesome he is, let me just convey this word instead of praying. Because sometimes people tend to lean to the prayer and lean to certain people praying for them all the time. And so they believe in the person and not believe in who Christ is and that Christ can heal them. But I believe in Joe Blow and, um, and Smokey the Bear instead of believing in my own um, prayer and believing that I'm healed myself. And so I just need this person to pray for me. You know, it's not, and that's not the answer. The answer is that if they believe, you believe, and we together, you're about to be healed if you believe. Both of you believe. The Bible says two or three gathered in his name. He's in the midst. Touch on anything or agreeing on anything, it shall be given. So there you go. It ain't Joe Blow and Smokey the Bear just prayed for me and I got healed. No, it's because we believe. Joe Blow and Smokey the Bear and me believe. That's how I got healed. And how can you not be excited about that, Jesus? He is he is so awesome. And when you get to know him, when you get to have relation with Steve and I just shared a bit of what it, what gets us excited, what what allows us to be in the zeal, because we know the power of it, because people around us now see there's some life in them. Why? Because of that zeal that we're willing to go out there and say, this is our faith and this is what we believe. And we know that this is the truth. So when we get excited about that, we know that it affects people around us. And so if you you're out there and you're somebody who's zealous about God, continue to have that zeal. Of course, we talked about there's zeal and then there's overzealous. We didn't talk about overzealous today. So, but we just want to encourage those that are out there that if you got that zeal, keep being excited about the things of God. And I just say, because you got to think about it. What would you rather see? You rather see somebody overzealous and feeling full of it? Or would you rather see somebody out of it and dead? You know, just like, they come to you like, oh, I love Jesus. How much I love Jesus. You'd be like, wow. Or you rather hear that person say, wow, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. Then you'd be like, hmm, I'm intrigued. Let me figure this out. But the guy, you're not even going to pay no attention to the guy that's drowned out, that's dead and sorrowful. You're not going to pay no attention to that. But you see or that. The, go ahead. Or even their life not representing it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there. But even their life not 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 expressing it. Because when you are zealous, like you said earlier, that you will see it in your movements and the way you talk and the way you handle situations. There's this joy in you. There's just this excitement about everything that you do because you know who you are. So we encourage you if you are out there, you're one like us who is excited about Jesus, excited that he's enough for you, excited that he handles every situation and every issue you could ever come across in life, excited that his joy is your strength. Continue on. And I just wanted to have a word of prayer right now for those who who have that zeal in their heart. Because, you know, when you have zeal, the enemy doesn't like it. And so I want to just do this prayer, say this prayer that, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for this opportunity. This opportunity is given because you give it freely. And for those, Father God, who who love you so much that they express you in everything they do, Lord. We know that the enemy comes always to shift us as wheat. But we know, Father God, there is power, power in the name of Jesus. And then once we speak your name, Jesus, Lord, we know that everything has to bow down to that name. And so, Lord, we thank you this day 
for those who have that zeal, Lord, continue, Father God, just to let that zeal be shining through their life, Lord. But not to the point, Father God, where it confuses people, but to the point where it brings people to you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you this time. This has been the G220 Effect. And for those who want to know the Lord a little bit better and want to grab hold to this zeal, all you have to do is say yes. Say yes to the Lord. When you hear your heart trembling and you you know it's not it and you know you need to make that choice, all you have to do is say yes. Say yes to Jesus. And once you say yes to Jesus, you'll feel it in your heart. You will know for sure that you are his. And I like to say that with the clothes. Say amen. Amen. This, this has been the G220 Effect. I'm Denai. I'm Steve. And we're ghosts.